Trades Work, the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Dave DeVito. Welcome to Trades Work. Thank you for tuning in. This is Monica Burton, guest hosting for Dave DeVito today. Today, I am super fortunate to have Brittany Alvarado in studio with us. Brittany's an apprentice at IBEW Local 68 in Denver, and I'm excited to talk with Brittany, learn a little bit more about her experience as an apprentice, what's next for her, and what she's most excited about. So thanks for being here with us, Brittany. Yeah, no problem. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I know you're kind of just getting started with your apprenticeship, but what kind of led you down the path to apprenticeship? Um, that's actually really funny because everybody asked me that and I just kind of stumbled upon it. Um, I'm really glad that I did because I, I love what I'm doing. Um, in communication with a high school friend of mine, he just finished up his apprenticeship. So he's a licensed plumber. And I was just thinking, you know, that sounds like something I could probably do. Um, and then I just started looking into the trades and electrical sounded interesting to me. And that's kind of what I went with. What was it about the electrical program that made you say, hey, I'd rather do that than pipe fitting or plumbing or HVAC or any of the others? Electrical is kind of a monster of its own. A lot of people that dabble in other things, they kind of stay away from electrical. And just the type of personality that I am, I was like, I want to tackle that. Take on the hard part? Exactly. Somebody's got to do it. I get that. I get that. So apprenticeship is very unique. I've never been through an apprenticeship program. What do you think are kind of the best parts of apprenticeship and what would you change if you could? It's a, it's a different way to learn. Yes, definitely. What I think I love most about it is that I train hands-on. So yes, I do go to school, um, but my primary job, I'm on the field working with my hands, doing electrical work. Um, and in the process of doing that, I'm meeting different people that have different backgrounds and different levels of experience. So I'm getting to learn I'm able to learn from them, and sure. I think that's great. What I would change about it, I don't, again, I just dove into my program. I'm a first-year apprentice, but as of now, there's really, I feel like I'm supported thoroughly from being in school and being on the field, so, so far, so good. What does that schedule look like for you? For folks who don't understand apprenticeship, what is your normal day out in the field compared to a classroom? Right. So um, every day, Monday through Friday, or unless if, you know, you're working overtime, which happens from time to time, I'll, I'll go to my job site, just like anybody else would. I go put in my eight hours and then our schooling is set up um, towards the end of the day. So I'll finish up my shift and then I'll leave for class, which will be from like 530 to 830 or so. And we do that twice a week. Okay. So it's really, it's not too demanding, I wouldn't say. And um, our contractors, they understand that we're students as well. So if we need to leave work to get home in time to get prepared for class, they understand that that's priority because our grades do matter um, yep. and they want us to pass. So it yes. works out. Definitely in their best interest to have. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> Part of what I think makes a career in the trades really cool is the impact that you can make on your community. I know you're just starting out. You've worked on a handful of different jobs. Um, what project has been your favorite? I'm um, right now. I like that I'm working in new construction. Our job site is called MMI. We're doing an addition to an already existing building. And what okay. I love about that is that it's a blank slate. So we're creating a we're creating from top to bottom 
know, kind of doing it all. Yeah, kind of doing it all. Sometimes you get stuck working job sites um, and you're reworking things that have been done. And that takes a unique skill of its own, too, because you're reworking things and working around things. There's a lot more obstacles. You guys on your team do all commercial, am I right? Right. We do all commercial, industrial, Industrial. um, things like that. So no no residential wiring. You're not in your neighbor's house installing light fixtures unless you decide to do that on your own time. Correct. Um, but my license, when once licensed, will allow me to do residential work too. Awesome. Very cool. I know you just got in, but is that something that you have interest in? Are you looking at maybe doing some residential later? Do you want to stay commercial or kind of undecided? I'd love to do it all. Um, of course, once I feel comfortable with what I'm learning and whatever that is, and I'll, di- I'll dive into anything really. Um, I have no problem doing side work when that time comes for it. A lot of people love to do that. Residential would be interesting. There's just a lot of opportunities. So um, commercial is just what I'm doing now. Yep. Well, and it really is what you make it. There is so much opportunity and there's so much need for this level of skill that it's, you really can do whatever you want to do. Yeah, definitely. Something I hear a lot when I do these interviews is that there's a lot of preconceived notions about what it means to work in the trades. And there's a lot of people who are like, oh, well, I thought that it meant this. I thought that being an electrician was this. Have you heard any of that? Have you ever had people think it was something it wasn't? I think that a lot of the time when I tell people and they ask me what I do for work and I say, oh, I'm an electrical apprentice, I get a double take because I'm a female in the industry. And I think that that kind of cracks me up because they typically you think of laborers as male workers. But although there are a few of us, there is a community of women in my program, especially in it's growing, so I, I won't be the last, and I'm definitely not the first, but I, I think that's a pretty funny preconceived notion. It is, and we hear it all the time. You mentioned the kind of community of women that you work with in your program, and we hear all the time trades described as a brotherhood or a family. How does that kind of network of women function? Like, What makes you guys a cohesive group? Just through history, the IBW, it's a brotherhood. Um, that's just kind of how it's worked into their lingo. But when they see women on the job site, you know, we switch it up. So I do have brothers on the job site. I have sisters on the job site. When I am finished, I'll be a licensed journeyman or journey woman, electrician. Journey person, whatever we call journey, it. Journey person. Yeah. So um, we try to include ourselves definitely. And, and I haven't ran into too many difficulties with that. It's just, it is different. So it does take learning, but I think we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah. Well, there's just fewer, there are just fewer women in the trades. We'll see that continue to shift. And I love that. If you were talking with a young woman or young girl, who's thinking about going into the trades, what would you tell her? What would your advice be? Oh, I, I would tell her just to go for it. If you're just thinking about it, why not come and check it out? Because you can't lose anything from doing it. And I really enjoy it. And I'm sure, you know, if I enjoy it, if there's something that I find, interesting about it. There's something that the next female would find interesting about it. Absolutely. Well, and I think that just kind of normalizing that this is a career opportunity that is suitable for anyone who's willing to put in the time and learn the skill set is so, so important. This isn't, we had a guest previously who had used the phrase, there's a perception that it's a man's world. And that's just not necessarily true. Definitely. So I could understand that maybe Um, veering women away from the trades, but it's definitely once you come in and you see what it's about 
it's something that you'll see you will see from time to time other women in the trade and we need more women so definitely it would be great to grow that aspect of it and and once you're in you are set you do have a good career and a good future ahead of you and benefits and all that you can live a pretty good life for yourself absolutely choosing to work in the trades is definitely a choice it allows you to work in a lot of different areas work on a lot of different job sites what kind of impact on the community do you think the trades make as a trained electrician and when you come out what sort of impact do you think would be able to make on your i definitely would hope to impact it in a major way i mean as of now i know a few different journeymen who have worked on things like course field which is it's it's spectacular that's a spectacular stadium um i'm actually going to be there this weekend for a ball game but um (laughs) so that's awesome and then you know we work on things like hospitals and then as far as impacting the community like residential work would even be a cool thing to do too because there's so many different people that like to build homes for whoever the homeless or the needy things like that and um then you can travel with it too. So sometimes, you know, it's it's not just within the States. I could take it to other countries as well. Or if need be, you could even go to the Navy or the Army or pe- different industries like that. And, and electricians need it everywhere. So you could find where you're needed and what you're passionate about and go that route. Being in the trades is such a cool opportunity because you can take it anywhere. There's never going to be a time, there's never going to be a place where someone doesn't need a skilled electrician. True. It is, <laughs> it is a recession-proof job, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> when you look kind of down the road, if we were to have you back on the podcast in five years, what's kind of your big career ambition? What do you hope to be able to tell me in five years that you have accomplished with your career? In five years, I'd, I'd like to just, for one, be able to say that I'm licensed. <laughs> I made it through. But then I'd also like to tell you some of the things that I've learned and where I'm going. I really, I definitely, a goal of mine would be to travel. So maybe in that fifth year, I'll be able to say that I've done some traveling and checked out different locals and see how they function in different states. Um, that's a really big goal of mine. If you could go anywhere once you're licensed, where would you go? Oh, wow. If I can go anywhere? That's like probably... U.S., outside of U.S., anywhere that excites you. I would definitely pick out of the country, and I would definitely maybe like to be on a Navy base somewhere. That's one thing I never did do, but at one point considered. Um, but I think being with the services somewhere, being an on-base electrician would be pretty, pretty awesome. That is cool. That's very cool. Are you from Colorado? Have you always been in Colorado? No. So I um, was born and raised in California. I've been in Colorado about two years now. So, and I'm loving it here. So ever since I've been here, nothing but great opportunities have popped up. <laughs> pretty cool. I'm a little biased, but I think Colorado is pretty cool. <laughs> what made you decide to come here? Why did you leave California? Um, well, I have a lot of family out here. So my mom and my sisters are out here. And then I just woke up one morning and I was like, what the heck? Everybody's gone. So make room for me. I'm coming. <laughs> Welcome. Yep. (laughs) Awesome. I have one more question for you. This is my favorite question to ask guests. If you hadn't chosen this profession and you could go in any other direction, whether it's realistic or not, like dream career outside of electrician, what would you have chosen to be? Dream career. Oh, wow. Honestly, I love what I'm doing now. So that's a really tough one for me. When you were a little kid, what did you dream about doing when you grew up? 
when I was a kid, I wanted to be a lawyer. Interestingly okay. enough, I love to argue, but I didn't go that route. <laughs> and although that is something that I'm sure is tangible, it's just not something that fits me. Four years in and out, licensed, journey person, electrician, and I'm pretty happy with that. Those negotiation skills will still benefit you in your in your electrical career as well. So almost we'll definitely. Use the same skills. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I am just so grateful for you spending the time today. It's always fun for us to learn a little bit about the path that different people take. You can see every walk of life that comes through the traits. And there's some who start right after high school and some who go the military route and some who go traditional college. So it's always fun for us to see kind of the path that people take and how they got here. So I'm so grateful for you taking the time and appreciate you being here and look forward to our next episode of Traits Work. Awesome. I look forward to it. Thanks, Brittany. Tradeswork is a production of the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association. For more information about our organization, please visit rmmca.org.